Blog Talk Radio. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. This is Rebenda with uh, Mingle Zone Network Radio, now in the into motion. And we have a wonderful show today. We're going to have uh, our representative from ALB Productions coming in from the Sky Town to talk to us about uh, how music is going in Chicago and on the entire network of hip-hop music. So before we do that, we're going to play uh, a song of one of the artists that is a uh, hip-hop artist we're working with now. Um, we are going to play one of his songs by Troy Mann uh, called 7-Eleven. And when we come back, we'll be talking with Arvell, and we'll be happy to give you some more entertainment. Sun up to sundown on Monday to Sunday, the papers call and crawling. Sun up to sundown on Monday to Sunday, I'm a stay bowling, bowling. Hey. Weekend comes around and no Friday is when I hit the mall and make it rain. Cause my pockets stay open like a 7-Eleven. Hey. Open like a 7-Eleven. Hey. Hey. Open like a 7-Eleven. Hey. 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 Open like a 7-Eleven. Open like yeah. a 7-Eleven. 24-7-365, the pockets is on. Thunderstorm warning. The paper is so right, it comes in by night, even when I wake up in the morning. I got the number one spot, people say I'm so hot that I may be the reason for global warming. They say I strike like lightning, full of excitement, while these other rappers are so boring. Cause I do what I does, does it the best. Plus I walk around like I got an ass on my chest, and if you think you clean, I'm fresh to death. Tell these other rappers to give it a rest. Hey. Sun up to sundown on Monday to Sunday, the papers calling, calling. Sun up to sundown on Monday to Sunday, I'ma stay piling, piling. Hey. Weekend comes around and no Friday is when I hit the mall and make it rain. Cause my pockets stay open like a 7-Eleven. Hey. Hey. Open like a 7-Eleven. Hey. Open like a 7-Eleven. Hey. Hey. It don't take much to tell that I'm official Without wearing black or white or blowing the whistle Pockets stay open and if it's ever an issue The money skyrocket like a missile Cause I'm the kid everyone's talking about Coming from the west coast, moved down to the south Every single bank I hit, I closed them out How did I get here? Word of mouth See, I'm a hip maker, complete earth shaker Full grown heterosexual money maker If time is money, I got millenniums behind me Tony Hawk rapper, for this cake, I'm grinding Sun up to sundown, and Monday to Sunday The papers calling, calling Sun up to sundown, and Monday to Sunday I'ma stay piling, piling hey. Weekend comes around, and no Friday is when I hit the mall hey. make it rain, cause my pockets stay Open like a 7-Eleven, Now it's time to play, follow the lead dirt. Every track I do, I'm blowing out speakers. Even at your high school, I'm filling up bleachers. And all it takes is amen like a preacher. Amen, bro. Hello, hater, nice to meet you. My rhymes warm you up. You can call me a heater. Lame time's expired. Look at the parking meter. Money out of the park. Call me Derek Cheetah. Sun up to sundown and Monday to Sunday. The papers calling, calling. Sun up to sundown and Monday to Sunday. I'ma stay piling. Outside 24-7. Never closes, right? Alright, but I'm about to hit up uh, Lennox real quick and make it rain. So, yeah. It's like that. Head rock. I see you, bro. And we out. Thank you so much for my wonderful audience for joining me for another hour of entertainment. And, uh, of course, you know this is MGM Promotions. We are here to promote music artists and, of course, businesses and individuals. So if you have a business or if you have music that you'd like to promote, be sure to visit us at www.wmgnindieradio.name.com. 
and sign up to set up a free profile. And then our, our business partners, as well as uh, music industry partners, will be able to see your profile. If you want to be promoted, you must sign up to the site and have your uh, profile available, as well as all great links to your MySpace and other social networking um, websites, as well as uh, where to purchase your music. So I look forward to um, helping anyone out there that needs to get some promotion from our site. And keep in mind, we will be uh, launching our new radio show, Indie Radio AM, in the Philadelphia market. Um, that will start on March the 14th. We will be broadcasting from WNWRAM Radio Station 1540. You can find us starting March the 14th, and if you want to have your music, uh, you know, promoted by us, we'd be happy to, to play it for you. That'll be the only place that you can go to as an independent artist and have your music played without all the red tape. You know, there's a lot of red tape involved and a lot of green tape as well, as I might say. So today's show is going to bring in Mr. Arvell, who is going to talk to us about his experiences and involvement in the music industry. Arvell, do I have you on the line? Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Okay, I'm here. It's the man with the baritones. I'm, 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 I'm living the life. I just don't know what life. <laughs> so, <laughs> How you been? What's been going on in, in your in your music life? Okay. Well, you know, uh, for those who don't know, I also host uh, two radio shows, um, Fusion Radio 88.9 FM in uh, Chicago, uh, WIT, which is a college-slash-community radio. Uh, we got nominated for a Truth Award our first year. We've been out for two years, so I'm pretty proud about that, you know, because I've never been nominated for anything. So the nomination is cool. Winning, that was secondary, <laughs> you know. And uh, I also have uh, Urban Mix, uh, where I produce, and I'm the on-air personality for that. And that's... Uh, 102.5 FM in Hudson Valley, New York. Well, both shows feature um, indie and unsigned artists. That's my goal because there's a lot of artists out here that's doing it much better than what mainstream is doing it because they still have that passion and desire and they're not putting demographics and statistics in their music. So I try to cater to that, and, and I'm always open for new music from artists all over. Um, on the other flip side, ALB Productions, that's my baby. That's that's my heart. We uh, started that, uh, I want to say, about eight years ago. And uh, it was all due because I was working for a label, and they was doing some shady things, and I couldn't be a part of that, and I left. And a lot of artists left with me, and they wanted to know what could I do for them to help them pursue their career. So I took some time off and contemplated it, and I was driving the CTA bus here, Chicago Transit Authority, and uh, I couldn't stand my leader, the old-timers, the veterans that's been driving buses he did, a foul thing, took the bus off route and took it to the end of the line, and I had to pick up my people and his people, and he thought it was a big joke. Well, after that confrontation, and I'm paraphrasing because I don't need to tell you what happened. I didn't do nothing to him, but I wanted to. <laughs> so I said I needed to find something that I was good at that I could still possibly, you know, make a living at, and it all fell back to this music. You know, I want to be honest when I say this. If God said this was my calling, I was I was like, uh, what's what's the dude's name? Peter. You know, Peter and Paul, you know, I, I was hard headed, <laughs> you know. And I tried to fight it, but you know, you can't beat God, so I had to give in. So that's what I've been doing. And we've been doing music ever since and hopefully we do what we call good music, music with a feeling, music with a soul. And it's enjoyable and entertaining, and and 
sometimes you might learn something from it. I'm not on the silly concept things like uh, Waka Flocka. I don't, I don't even know what a Waka Flocka is. When I heard the name, I thought of Fozzie Bear from the Muppets. Now, I figure like this, you're a grown man. Why you want to be named something like a Muppet? But, you know, teachers on. Who am I to complain? You know. So, so now, so, uh, talk about, uh, you know, how, how, what artists you're working with right now. Well, we have the first lady of ALB, which is uh, Imagine Us. We call her the Snoop Dogg of R&B. She's just cool. Everything she do, she cool. She 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 don't spaz. She she she's not under the Fantasia Act and a couple of more artists that just love to scream. To me, when you scream at me, especially if you're performing or singing, you don't have to do that. I can feel what you're doing without you hollering at me. I get a little offended. You be kind of like assaulting my ears, <laughs> you know. So I I don't go under the Christine Aguilera Act. That's not me. Uh, I want people to do music the way she does music. She writes from her heart. She's not a professional songwriter, but she writes what's in her heart and coupled with the music that I create, I think we make a good combination. And then I got um, Skrilla the Don. He's our, our, our gangster rapper, which I'm trying to convert into a, a gangster commercial rapper. Underground don't feed you. And I know a lot of people going to be mad when I said that, but get over it. Okay, they don't feed you. They the underground is the most fickle audience you can ever be around. Cause if the next person got a hotter metaphor than you, then guess what? They the man, and now you got to come up with a better metaphor so you can come back and be the man. Why well, go through all that? You know. Uh, then we got LG. He's lyrically gifted. He's a singer. Um, the name speaks for itself. He's very lyrically gifted in, in writing, um, vocal instruction. He helped other artists that come in for services through ALB with their writing or help with their uh, vocals. You know, he's he's a very um, wise young man. You know, I, I say young because he's been with me ever since he was 16. So he kind of grew up uh seeing various artists come through the studio and I think what he did was uh formulate what he felt was the epitome of a great artist. And believe me, he's good, but the problem is he know he's good. But we're working on that, you know. It's, you know, confidence is good. I always like humility, but you know, sometimes a little air of confidence is good. As long as it doesn't transcend into arrogance. And then we got ISOD featuring uh Young Maserati and uh, DZD, and those guys are only just 15, and they doing it better than some adults out here in the mainstream, concept-wise and everything. They just did a mixtape that's out on that piff called Cruise Control. They're currently working on uh, the next mixtape, which is called Expect the Unexpected, and it's aptly titled. Because these boys, they really surprised me. Maserati's alter ego, which is K.C. Jones, uh, he's been producing ever since he was five years old. So, And uh, one of the songs on uh, Imagine a self-debut album, uh, self-debut album, Imagine a, uh, she selected one of his tracks and wrote to it and came up with a nice piece called Only You. That was real nice. And that was his first actually published uh, piece of work that he did and I'm proud of that of him you know but as I always say for you young artists you know don't let entertainment be your main focus finish school because if you succeed and you can't count the money you're making that means you got to hire someone to count your money for you and handle it which means then you got to hire someone else to watch the person that watching your money then you got to hire someone to watch that guy that's watching that guy that's watching that money and pretty soon you'll be out of money paying people to watch your money you know and besides that man you know and, and besides that we need more honest politicians judges policemen firemen doctors you know 
entertainment is not just the only way to be successful in life. You know, you got to remember, it's only a few that's chosen to do this, and it's got to be from the man upstairs. I, 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 don't get me wrong, I'm not preaching. I ain't to Jesus, Jesus, and save me, save me, Lord, Lord, and all that, and all, but I do know where my blessings come from. And I've seen the blessings that's been placed upon ALB because I know it's been times we didn't have nothing. And when it came time for us to have it, we sure had it, and it didn't come from me. So, you know, I mean, it's great, but make sure that you do this because it's what you're chosen to do. Don't go with the American Idol crap. You know, that's 15 minutes of fame. And like it came, it leaves just like that, 15 minutes. And besides that, how many American Idols been America's Idol? Everybody that's been America's Idol somewhere along the line messed up, <laughs> you know, so. So what is your take on um, uh, people who are trying to do their own music, you know, like to produce it themselves and market it themselves, you know? because they're not really getting paid attention to by the major labels. Uh, how do you okay. think they can they can improve themselves in getting out there and being more successful? Now, you really want me to tell the truth. <laughs> <laughs> okay. First of all. From, from what you've experienced. Well, I'm going to tell you the truth. First of all, that's great because it is hard to get, you know, your your stuff on mainstream radio because of the politicking and the soap operaness and all that. But more importantly, remember this. Yes, this is the DIY, do-it-yourself age, but you can't do it all yourself. You know, a lot of you guys that feel that y'all producers, y'all are really glorified beat makers. See, it's more to just making a beat, me and the producer. It's more than just pressing R to record a person's vocal. It's work that really comes in after that. You know, to be a producer, you got to know the art of recording. There's an art form to this. There's rules to be followed. And you have to know these rules and apply them in your practice. Second of all, you know, writing your songs is great, you know, but always be honest with yourself. Just because you do it doesn't mean that it's good. You have to be honest with yourself and say, well, if I could, if I should have did this, I should have done that. I could have did this better when I was writing this or even when I was uh, recording this. Then that means you didn't do your best on it. And there's nothing wrong with saying, let me do this over. You know, um, remember one thing. It's all right to ask for help. But it's more important that if you believe in yourself and me being a producer, I can't believe in you more than you believe in yourself. It's not a producer's job to get you a record deal. The producer's job is to guide you from point A of the thought of the concept of the song and try to make it happen. And even in the point of your working budget, direction and what you need to do, you know, and then finalizing, being part of the mixing down, being part of the mastering process. You know, that's what a producer does. He's from A to Z on that finished song or that finished product, and he's involved in every aspect of it. So um, have you worked with any, um, let's say, well-established uh, artists in hip-hop before? Well, uh, I was working with a project with uh, uh, Fish and Grits of uh, uh, formerly of the Two Live crew. We, we're still working on, on negotiations on, on a track. Uh, we we broke, broke because of the holidays and stuff, and we're going to start things back up. Uh, that's that's a, a kind of notable name, and then also I, I got some projects on the table with Wordsmith, um, who's uh, I think he's with uh, Lamar Odom's label, 
Um, I'm trying to think off the top of my head right now. And then um, um, I did a neo-soul project with a, uh artist named Define the Messenger out of Connecticut who uh, – had they they had their own independent label and that that album received five stars on CD Baby and I've helped uh, um, Miss Veronica Waddell uh, she's the prophetic poetress uh, she got a TV show from her album and believe me I wasn't even planning on doing that I actually told her no I felt that she needed someone better but you know uh, after I met with her I went in the studio and started messing around with some stuff and came up with a piece and I called her and let her hear it and she really liked it. She started actually reciting a, a piece of poetry to it and I said, well, do you like it? She said, yeah. I said, well, I guess it's meant that we're supposed to do this because it was up to me. I still would say no, but it ain't in my hands. So we did that project and that done very well for us. She got a television show on uh, Channel 38, uh, the Christian channel here in Chicago. Uh, I think it go on the PAX TV or something like that. You know, okay. and um, so that you know, it's 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 a lot of things moving and shaking. You know, I got a young artist that uh, I met through an interview named JL. Uh, he has a he's an R&B artist. We're supposed to do a joint together. V um, uh, Dub is behind him. He supported his mixtape. So you know, it's it's a lot of things happening. You know, they just going gradually, so I can I can believe in that. Okay. Now, when have you ever uh, you know been approached or by the uh, record labels or any other people in the industry to you know take your what you're doing to the next level with your artists? Yeah, yeah, you you all right with me? <laughs> you just want me to rant and rave. I said I wasn't gonna rat and rave, but for the <laughs> you know, you know, yeah, okay, fair enough. I tell them. Well, listen, y'all, this is the real skinny. We've been approached by labels overseas. Uh, we took out one deal overseas with Termic Records. Um, we're still in that deal for the albums that we did. We did like four albums on a seven-year deal. And hopefully uh, 2012 will be our finish on that. And um, Decca Records picked up the Street Life Night Moves album, which is on, uh, uh, what is that, Amazon.com, iTunes, uh, E-Music, and Rhapsody. Um, we've been approached uh, by... What is those people? I can't even think of their name now. Geffen, Interscope. It's all under the Interscope family. They're looking at the recent project. You know, uh, I've been approached by a lot of independent labels, and they wanted 90% of what we worked so hard on and wanted to give us 10%, plus they wanted all the publishing. And if y'all don't know, your publishing is the most important part of anything you do. You know, besides copywriting it the correct way, your publishing, owning that is your bargaining ticket. Because if you did an album, and let's say you do a couple of albums with a label, and uh, y'all go y'all separate ways, and then the label decides to do a best of of your projects. Well, guess what? If they own the publishing, you don't get paid for that. They get all the money for that one, and you just watch it grow. They're not going to give you a Louis. So, you know, even with, with some of the majors, you know, we, we had it out with, with Gotti, you know, for murder, or, or as they call themselves, the ink. They dropped the murder. And they wanted to pick up uh, Miss Imagina, but uh, they told me that she needed more vocal instruction. And I asked the question, and I don't think it was being smart or being uh, arrogant. I just wanted to know, you know, what was the basis on because at that time, Ashanti was their R&B singer, and that was it. And even the peers in the business felt that she didn't have no talent. 
So how can you base something on that? And I just wanted to know, you know, and maybe the gentleman took it wrong, and I apologize, but it was a honest question. I wanted to know. I mean, if you're going you're gonna to need to know something, you got to ask. Yeah, you know, and you shouldn't be offended. But, you know, you know that's why when we do the radio show, I always say, put your feelings in your pocket. Mm. That's right. I never agree that she was the best thing hitting the airways anyway. I mean, I'm Well, you know, you know, after they gave her that Princess of R&B and uh, Lifetime Achievement Award, you know, I figured you had to have more than one album to have a Lifetime Achievement Award, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah, they told her she was the princess of R&B. <laughs> she had a previous life we didn't know nothing about. <laughs> I don't think she knew about it, to be honest. <laughs> wow. So, so um, what do you think about the artists that are out here that are, like, taking up all our, our youth? money, you know, like the rappers and what what is your take on um the rap industry, you know, the way it's going, the the content that's out there. Okay. In a song I did called Six Million Ways to Die and then in the beginning of it it says it they asked me what do I feel is the state of hip hop? And the only words I could say is that they need to remember to remember, then that way they don't forget. A lot of these artists don't know their history. You know, it was hip-hop way before N.W.A. It was hip-hop before Sugar Hill Gang, K.I.S.One, B.D.P. It, it was hip-hop before then. You know, you need to learn your history then you can have an appreciation of the fight and the plight that the forefathers before us had to go through to make this acceptable art form. And getting caught in the commercialism of it because corporate America see that they can make a dollar off of hip-hop. And if you ever think about it, most people that make it mainstream and last and go beyond, I want to say, two years, they're already 30 years old. And at 30 years old, you're not a kid. And no, don't go by 30 is the new 20 and, 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 and 40 is the new 30. It's, math says this, you 30, you 30. <laughs> okay, that's the way it is. It ain't no flipping and changing the stuff, you know. But, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's a gross process. I think hip-hop is evolving into... It's new art form, and it's being birthed by various artists out here. Some good, some bad. You know, and only those that understand what it took to get this. And I mean, that's not just for hip hop. That even goes for R and B. You know, you got what they call uh, neo soul, which is they call that old school R&B. Then you got new R&B with the Chris Browns and the Rihannas and stuff, which still is not really R&B, but they say it is. So, yeah, you know, they, you know, and pop don't mean nothing. It's just popular. And how long stuff stay popular? <laughs> you know, so. <laughs> well, you know. That's that's what they say. And who am I? I'm just a small person in the wheels of many that say they know everything. I don't know nothing. I'm dumb as a box of rocks. But I also believe that asking a question ain't nothing wrong with it. No. Is you know, there anybody so out I, that's on the mainstream that you think is good? I'm going to go by the genre. I'm going to go by, start with... Uh, uh, let's say hip hop and rap, and then I'm gonna go with R and B, and I'm gonna go with um, uh, soul or neo soul, or whatever. So let's start with uh, hip hop and rap. Who do you think is like top of the game right now? The top of the game, in my book, 
he's an independent, and it's really a tie. And that's uh, wordsmith and skills. Those boys are cold, but because they don't cater to the uh, conformities of corporate America, it's hard for them to get what they want, that, 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 that recognition. I mean, Wordsmith did an album with Chubb Rock, who's a legend in this game. You know, you know, and, and, and that says a lot for a legend to say, hey, I like what you're doing. We're going to do something together, you know. And Skills, he's always been known for the end of the year wrap up. And he talks about everybody in the industry. And the funny thing about it, it be true. <laughs> you know, so can't get mad at that. He's good at what he's do. So right. what's what's the next cat story? Let's see. R and B. R and B. I love my man Tay songs. Cause the the reason why I love him is because he had a a hell of a teacher, Gerald Levert. Gerald Levert was the man. He 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 made a lot of women weak at the knees, you know. So you know I like him, you know. Um, anybody else? How about I'm, the Neo Soul category? Neo Soul. Chrisette Michelle, I like her. Chrisette Michelle, Chrisette Michelle, yeah, that, that's the girl. She she hurting them, you know, and she's getting a lot of recognition. But I also want to uh, put out another chick, you know, I don't know why I said chick, but I like Jean Grey. You know, she's she's a poet, but man, she got that neo feel, man, when she does it. And she's real hot, you know. But those are the are the two, yeah. Have you ever heard uh Wycliffe's sister, Melky? No, I haven't heard her. Uh, she does Neo Soul as well. Uh, uh. I think she does a whole lot of stuff over here in the United States. I think she's generally in um UK and stuff. But she did a song a while back for a movie, uh, Disappearing Act with Wesley Snipes and uh, Samal Latham. Uh, okay, yeah, I remember that movie, yeah. Yeah, she sang a song called uh, Brooklyn. And, Brooklyn? Uh, yeah, and she's Neo Soul, and, you know, I, I don't hear too much about what she's doing or anything like that, so I don't know, you know, if she's going through a struggle or she's trying to do her own thing without a brother, but that would be one of my favorites in the Neo Soul category, Herman, uh, Music Soul Child, so. I like music, but... You know, music looks like Cole from uh, Martin. He reminds me of Cole from Martin. He really do. You know. But he looks like Cole, so you know, he when I if I watch a video, I, I throw the laugh, and I'll be like, "Cole, Cole singing," <laughs> you know. <laughs> you know. Man, flavor look like flavor. That's it. There's no comparison. I hope no one favors him. Okay. <laughs> flavor is flavor. <laughs> you know, you put in a lot of work and it shows. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So now, um, how how do you how how do you acquire the artists that you work with? Like, how do you find them? Well, a lot of artists find me with the radio show, and 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 us doing shows because every show that we do, I let people know what I do as far as the radio, and a lot of people they come into the studio, and they they see see the various things we've done. I got the Wall of Fame where. It's been a lot of artists came through uh, ALB, you know, and from Twister uh, signing a, a picture to put up in the uh, in the um, in the in the sitting area where we work at, and uh, Day Twenty Six, you know, RPM, you know, he signed a poster. Young Maserati got a chance to kick it and get some photos with Fat Joe and Nate and Nate ciphered off a hot little session and stuff and you know they they see that you know i put in a lot of work 
and and they and they gravitate. Now, on the flip side of that, this is the season I hate the most, American Idol. Because I get some of the craziest calls. You know, I, I just got a call a few days ago. Can you produce my album for $10 a song? And I'm like, what? I say, what you plan on doing with the album? Well, I want to sell it. Well, well, you got to put more than $10 a song in it. How many songs you want? 22. <laughs> no, I can't do that type of work. You know, um, You know, a lot of artists don't know that to do a song, it runs about thirty-five to maybe four thousand dollars to do it correctly. Okay, and if you go on the low end and you get someone that knows what they're doing, and not paying for some fancy studio with all these gadgets now, because you know the new thing now is that <laughs> when you write, they put your music, your your sheet of whatever you wrote it on your your notebook paper, whatever they scan it and put it on the computer screen and. And they put it in the booth, and you can read it off the screen and all that, you know. You know, so you know now you got to pay for that service, <laughs> you know. I guess it's cool, you know. You ain't got no paper or something, you know. I'm I I I was taught the old school way. You know, you got your paper, you go in there, if it's rattling, put it on a clipboard. You know, I done came up some. I, I tell them put them in a plastic sleeve. It won't rattle, you know. Yeah, and, uh, you know, and, and, and it ain't even about the studio. You can have a $50,000 studio, and if you got a 10-cent engineer, it's going to sound like it came out of basement anyway. It's It's not the equipment. It's the knowledge of the person behind the board. And for those of y'all that say that if they run your music through a mixing board, it sounds better, I'm going to enlighten you. And remember this, a mixing board is nothing but a giant sound card. All it does is that you can hook up different stuff to different channels and monitor it. That's all it is, a sound card that you would get in a computer. It's just a high-priced sound card. Wow. Well, I have a, a song. I'm only going to play a couple of songs because I really was interested in mostly in talking with the wise Barbell because you're so full of information. Oh, uh, that was so nice of you to say. You know I'm going to get you for that. <laughs> I'm not wise. I don't know nothing. I don't know. <laughs> like you to teach the, the young wannabe scholars out there, you know, that just think they're the hot stuff and keep them from going to the American Idol line and staying there for nothing so they can make a fool out of themselves when they're so cheap. So, uh, if, if it wasn't for folks like you, it would be at least another 5,000 people standing in that line. So. <laughs> wow. One of the wow. Imagina. Oh, Imagina. Imagina. Uh, yeah, you sound like the Europeans. That's what they call her, Ima Jima. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Italian, so you're gonna hear some southern Italian over here. So, <laughs> so we're gonna hit that track, and uh, we'll be back with Arvel. He's gonna give us some more enlightenment. Don't understand I'm starting to 
track for that and I don't know where she got hard headed out of that track but I just started laughing. <laughs> you know. And it's one of those songs I guess everybody can identify with because you know somebody who hard headed. <laughs> oh yeah. They probably were born falling on the floor. So I think that's what it was. So now, um, do you have you um, produced any music for any other artists, um, like um, uh, like anybody that's mainstream and found it difficult to work with? No, I mean, you know, it's 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 like a a small circle with the producers now. You know, they. Uh, a lot of uh, labels they 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 ask me to submit stuff. Now this is what they ask me to do: submit the concept, the title, the hook, the verses. Now if I do all that, I'm not submitting you a beat. I'm submitting you a song. But if I got to give you all that, then again, where does the work come in for the people at the label? You know, I, I mean, I, I admire people that can write songs, but my thing is that if you're writing a song for someone else, how can you? You got to remember, everybody express themselves differently. And if you just write a song and, and, and you haven't even talked to the singer at hand, you don't know how they express themselves, how they word stuff. Because, I mean, everybody don't say things exactly the same way. They're similar, but they're, they're, there's a variation in some degree of something. You know, um, the hardest people to work with are people that set in their mind that the majors are the ones that's going to get them where they need to be. 
because they can't see past that. They see all this glitz and glamour and gimmicks. But after all those gimmicks and glitz and all that stuff is gone, it still boils down to one thing. Do you have real talent? And you need more than 50%. You need at least 80% talent. 100% business. And there's no such thing as, and then 20% smoothability where people can like talking to you and being around you. That's 200% right there. You know, so I tell a lot of artists is that bring your A game. Your B, C, D game is not going to cut it. You know, and your A game is only going to get you noticed. No. What is it that you look for when when you um when you have an artist sit down with you and say they want you to uh, produce something? Um, what is it that they need to have for you before you even start working with them? Well, first of all, what they need, what I look for, is humility. I found some of the greatest talented people I ever met were very humble. They didn't even think they could do it. You know, I've heard everything from I'm the coldest in Illinois to once you hear me sing, you ain't never heard nothing like that. And that one time was true. I've never heard nothing like that, and I don't want to hear it again. <laughs> but, you know, again, there's such thing as confidence, but it's a very thin line between confidence and arrogance. And you can't be arrogant. Always remember, there is always someone that's working harder to be where you are at and going to work even harder to get where you want to go. You know, so when I talk to artists, you know, I need to know what the concept is, what, what, what they're trying to come up with on the concept. You know, second of all, when we go through beats, you may hear a beat, but it may not be comparable to your voice. You must find something that's compatible with your vocal sound. That plays a key importance in, in a song. Just because you can spit, they say, a hot 16, don't mean your voice going to sound right on this track. You know, just because you can sing a cappella, you may not know how to sing with music. Or because you used to singing with a band, well, most bands make most singers strain their voice because they playing so loud because the band wants to be noticed. The singer is supposed to be singing, but you know they want to get their shine on too, and 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 it and it kind of hurts the singer's voice because they sometimes have to work real hard to try to compete with the people they're working with. You know, so I really say be humble, and if you need help or if you're weak in the area, don't be afraid to say that, well, I don't know how to do this. Because if you say you know how to do everything in time, the truth will come out. Okay. Well, I hope these people are taking notes here because the, the wise RML is giving you some knowledge and you need to be listening. Man, you know don't nobody listen to me. <laughs> I'll say uh, another song by, tell me about V-Man. V-Man, oh, that's my alter ego. <laughs> V-Man is, um, he's that outgoing person. He's that person that, 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 that sits in that spotlight and knows how to handle it. You know, V-Man comes on when the music drops for a performance, and when the music stops, V-Man disappears. You know, a lot of people like V-Man, but a lot of people haven't taken the time out to know who Arvell is. So, yeah, V-Man is, that's that's the alter ego. Well, this is uh, V-Man and Maserati and uh, the song Cell Phone. And I'll put that on and we'll come back with the wise and wonderful Arvell. Yeah, look. I can't talk to you right now, because uh, you got to do something. But uh, call me. Yeah, call me on the cell. 
probably get in your face. I hope you're just thinking the same. To let you know, my name is Case. Maserati, baby, just to be exact. I know you shy, so make contact. I told the other groupers to just fall back. Cause you was the one that I peeped through the cracks. So baby girl, just come and ride with your boy. Me and you together, just a wonderful joy. Now I know this beginning, so I know how long you gon' be thinking about your boy by the end of this song. Yeah, so you know who I be. I'm trying to be in your life, so if you feel me. If I don't pick up after three rings, that'll just give you a reason to just call me. Talk. Yeah, produced, uh, wrote uh, uh, my verse. Young Mars wrote his verse, and I call that the bridge another gap. You know, everybody has a cell phone. It was easily identifiable, and uh, it's a fun song. Sure is. Really nice and catchy. So, uh, what we got like uh, four minutes left, and I want to leave my audience with some uh, guidance from the almighty Arvell. <laughs> <laughs> you got jokes. <laughs> so, you have a lot of experience and, and things that you come across that uh, to help a lot of people that are trying to you know make it in this music world. Uh, before you do that, what I'd like to mention is that at, uh, MZ and Promotions is going to be uh, hosting a uh, music conference, which is by invite only, so that means you have to contact me to get invited. Uh, later on this year, be in the Philadelphia area, Philadelphia, New Jersey, Delaware, where, wherever you can drive to, uh, catch a bus or whatever to get here, that's what you want to do. It'll be held uh, in Philadelphia or um, maybe someplace closer to Philadelphia, but it'll be accessible by everybody. But it will be featuring a lot of the um, 
uh, producers and, and record labels and promoters and management and you know folks like that that are top of the line. They want to meet with new artists. They want to get something different than what they're you know playing out there on the radio. And we just want everybody to come out, check it out. If you have music that's completed, that's seriously completed, not something you did at home. Um, you want to submit it to them. Um, all that information will be available at the time of the event. Right now they have the same event happening in Los Angeles on February the 20th, which I will be attending. Uh, it will be uh, a private affair as well. If you are in the Los Angeles area and you'd like to attend, then what you want to do is send me an email at mgnindradio at gmail.com. And I will forward that to the person you need to talk to for that invitation. And then you want to mention MGMD Radio to get your 15% discount. They're also going to be holding that same event in Atlanta on March the 5th, and you will be the same. So I'm going to leave us with Arvell, who is going to give us some knowledge, some final say. Um, just like on the, you know, who wants to be a millionaire, that's your final answer, Arvell. What would you like to tell our audience? Well, this is the most important thing I want to tell everybody. You may love this. It may be chosen for you. But know the business that you are about to get into. Even though we are creative and we're gifted and we're talented, at the end of the day, it's still a business, a billion-dollar business. So you need to know the business. If you don't know, then ask someone. Get the help that you need. Thank you for that, Arvell. That's some helpful information. A lot of people just got stars in their eyes and their eyes on the prize. Before you get to that prize, there's always going to be some hard work for something you truly love to accomplish. And I hope that everybody is able to get all that information from our show today and and get some knowledge from Arvell. And if any personal experiences are are happening out there, I welcome everybody to give us a call. Um, You can reach me on my uh, radio phone line. It's 302-444-2387. And give me that information um, over the phone, and we'll be happy to have you on the show or or just uh, share that with our audience. So thanks, everybody, for coming. Thank you, Katrina Lady, for sticking out with me. And I will catch you later at Arvell. We will talk later as well. Okay. Once again, another Mingle Zone Network experience. Good night, everybody. Good night. We make hits, so we get money.
prime. The niggas I produce that my raps ain't eating. I got rhymes that'll make your heart stop beating. When I'm speaking, it's the reason they call me.